I, you know, I kind of begrudgingly respect just the dedication to not getting better at what you do for a living. <laughs> <laughs> just coast through life. It, it probably shouldn't even happen. Oh, if you got it, you got to flaunt it, acid. Uh, you know what? I got a lot of stuff that I don't want to flaunt, and so <laughs> I just keep it to myself. Jeremy is really big into the used mattresses. <laughs> That's an excellent, excellent deal. He has a used mattress store on the side. <laughs> and we found out that Anthony's friends are all 13-year-old boys. <laughs> Whoever wins gets assets ball soap. <laughs> Clay, uh, how you doing? Doing a little more poorly after that terrible, terrible introduction. I was just fine, to be honest with you. <laughs> Hello, sci-fi gangsters. This is the show where we talk about science fiction, video games, and comic books, but really it's just an excuse for me to catch up with my friends, old and new. I'm Anthony Dinar, and person who's going to Dragon Con no matter what. It doesn't matter what's happening. I'm going to Dragon Con. I need my con. It's been way too long. There was a part, where, there was a time where I was going to two cons a year. I need my con. I understand what's going on. I'm going to be wearing my masks, and I'm vaxxed. I'm going. We'll be talking about that today. Today's episode, this is our Dragon Con special. The end of season one. This is our season finale uh, of season one. And, and this is arbitrary. I just made it up just now. This is our season finale of season one of the show. And we're talking Dragon Con. It is our Dragon Con special. Usually we have one guest. We have three guests today, right? We have a, a, an excellent panel together sharing our favorite Dragon Con memories, right? We all have those Dragon Con memories. We have a panel of experienced Dragon Con attendees, including myself, and we'll be talking about our favorite experiences uh, here in a second. Uh, but first, let's go ahead and introduce our panel here, right? So uh, let's let's go with Steph first. Uh, Steph, how you doing? I am peachy. How about yourselves? I'm. Well, we're all doing fantastic. I'm speaking for everybody. We're all doing great, except for Acid, who is becoming increasingly angry with angry with me when I'm asking questions about production. <laughs> He's just growing ang more and more angry. Uh, but Steph, good to have you. Glad and to be here. Our, our next guest here is Tony P. Hello. Tony, how you doing? I'm great. Yourself? Um, once again, I'm doing. I'm a little scared that Aston's gonna uh, fight me. He's gonna come to my house and fight me because he's so angry about all the questions I've been asking I'm, about production. You know, I can I can empathize. I'm kind of with with Aston on that. I feel like this is thanks, been a thing. Me, me and you'll gang up on him. This show. So this is the one thing I think that we need to make this clear. We are not ganging up on the host. Well, that is not <laughs> happening today. It might. Uh, so knock it off, Tony P. But Tony, I'm glad to to hear uh, that you are. Uh, doing fantastic. Our next our next guest is uh, Lindsay Sheldon. Uh, Lindsay, how you doing? I'm Shelton. good. I, yeah, Shelton, not Sheldon. Uh, no. But I'm I'm good. I'm eagerly awaiting this bloodbath. It'll be fun to watch. <laughs> Here we go. We're already starting off. Uh, <laughs> so glad I have people on my me. side. How did that happen? It's, nice. it's a good day today. Yeah. I'm such a Thanks, nice guys. guy. Thanks. And you know the Appreciate nicest it. guys are the ones who say I'm a, such a nice guy. Uh, so, but Lindsay, uh, uh, good to have you. Uh, and then the, Always our, happy our to be here. Our, our regular co-hosts, we got Acid. Acid, how you doing? I'm tired. How are you doing? <laughs> this is uh, this is your first week back driving yes, the bus, right? This is our first week back. It has been hot. It's been it's been good though. It's been a good week. It's just been busy. So. 
Yeah, we, I know uh, the buses have been going uh, pretty slow in the first couple of weeks. Yeah. I know Victor's bus was super late on the first day, but I understand that that's just part of the I'm not blaming you. Man, I'm I'm just your <laughs> my bus. You're gonna I'm hate always me on after time. this episode. <laughs> what I'm trying to say is all bus drivers suck. No, no, no uh, they were they're, they're oh, being Lord. safe. They're with the kids. <laughs> when you see the uh, Harry Potter vein come out of my forehead uh, later in the show, go. you may go. need to run. And then, I, think, uh, I think we need to start taking bets on how uh, Anthony's about to die. Yes, yeah. exactly. Well, I exactly. can just mute Anthony. Hang on. Hang on. <laughs> he has the power to do this. He can just uh, get rid of it. He could drop that, me. That alone would kill him. He, yeah. he wouldn't be able to <laughs> take probably would. I would not be able to take that. Uh, but yeah. Uh, and then, of course, our other co-host, uh, Jeremy, we, me and him just got back from a, a trip to Orlando. I like framing it like this, we, just me and him went. Me and Jeremy went on a romantic uh, trip to the epicenter of the COVID epidemic, uh, Orlando. Jeremy, how you doing? I'm doing good. All right, excellent. Your man. Jeremy, did work. you grow a goatee or something since I've last seen you? Um, uh, it's just a strategic shaving. Shaving, okay. shaving the parts that annoy me the most and being lazy with the rest. Okay. It was, it's different, right? That probably it, it okay. changes week to week. Got it. Got it. All right. Yeah, J- Jeremy's facial hair. He, he switches it up. He likes to change. I keep, it I keep up with Jeremy's facial hair. I'm sorry. Y'all. I didn't mean to <laughs> sidetrack. <laughs> Jeremy, Jeremy's facial hair has its own Instagram account. So you could check that out. Oh, Jeremy's nice. facial hair on Insta, but excellent. Well, here we go. So uh, today, once again, today's episode, uh, we are talking about our favorite Dragon Con memories. We're Dragon Con expertise, right? We've been to several Dragon Cons. I can't. I don't even know. Oh, except for Acid. Acid has. You are our one Dragon Con virgin. You have never been to Dragon Con. I'm sure you have many questions for us, and we'd be happy to. Oh, there's a cat. There's a cat. There's a cat. <laughs> this is Cumberbatch. <laughs> Excellent. Well, oh, Cumberbatch is also a, a Dragon Con expertise. Uh, but yeah, we'll be talking about that. But first, let's do a quick little round of what's new. Uh, I'll go ahead and begin. Uh, what's 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 going on with you? My first thing is I ordered a, a new Venom mask. I collect Venom masks Apparently. because it is the one cosplay. So I already have a co- I already have a suit, a Venom suit. So rather than spending the money on a brand new cosplay, I just keep adding variations to this. As you can see, I have. Whoop, let me move over here. I have my usual mask that I wear over there. But I have a brand new mask that I ordered off uh, is it Etsy. Is that how you pronounce that? Mm, uh, but it's one, of, it's, yes. it's one of those half masks that kind of goes like this, and the rest of your face is not covered. So it looks like it's like, and then I can walk around and I'll be able to see with that mask. I cannot see a thing with that mm. mask, and it gets hot. But with this one, it's half. So maybe that, I don't know. I'm, I'm pretty excited about that. So I'll be getting that mask in hopefully in time. Uh, for DragonCon. I know we're kind of cutting it close here, but it said three weeks, and if that timetable makes it like <laughs> and it's right within seven. the timetable where it would be, uh, where I would get it in in time. Uh, I had some drama with another person who I was trying to order a Venom mask from. <laughs> Jeremy knows this drama. So uh, there was this other uh, gentleman that I was having a conversation with via Facebook because he was selling his Venom mask, and we were kind of negotiating the price. And then uh, I got him to come down a little bit on the price. And then at the very last minute, I saw the other Etsy mask. And I was like, I'm going to get that mask. So I was like, hey, man, uh, you know, I- I'm out. Uh, you know, good luck selling the mask. <laughs> and the very next message was, WTF? Did I say something wrong? And he has been messaging me ever since. 
what's wrong? Uh, do you not want the mask anymore? Did it? <laughs> uh, so uh, that was your own fault. <laughs> Today I learned there's a such thing as internet venom mask drama. Yeah, there's true. Yeah, you were so you were today years old when you found that out. Yeah. <laughs> it was part of a, uh, a a cosplay, like a Facebook resell a group, right, where people resell their stuff. And uh, he was not very happy that I cut ties with him, probably because he thought that I was leading him on. Right, this is getting very unusual, but this is the way he has been treating me, and he's stalking me, and it's very making me very uncomfortable. Uh, but yeah, there's there's. The one thing that I'm uh, excited about. Uh, Asa, we'll go ahead and go to you. What's what's new? Uh, first week of school uh, has happened. Um, I have trained many new bus drivers. I have sprayed and, de- and sanitized many buses so far this week, which is why I'm so exhausted. Um, but the route's good. The kids are awesome this year. They're so good. Um, I'm driving special needs this year. And they are just incredible kids. Like I, I can't even stress to you how incredible they are. Um, they're they're funny. They're they joke with you. They laugh with you. And it's just they're easy. They're so easy to get along with. They're just they're so amazing. Um, and I thought I was gonna have nine kids, but ends up two of them um, withdrew, um, and something happened to another. Anyway, I've only got five now, so. If this keeps up, I'll only have five kids the entire year, which will be extremely nice. Um, I still have late days just because I'm doing um, older kids now, doing junior high school and middle school. So um, I get home. I usually get home about 5.30, 6 o'clock, something like that now. So, uh, But, yeah, other than that, I've just kind of been trucking along. All right. Well, excellent. Of course, you can follow Acid on Twitch at Acid Train. Check out his his Twitch live streams. Are you happy with me now that I, I plugged your stuff? Are we cool now, me and you? Are no, we on the- no, we are not. <laughs> you have many more. You have many more things to do. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Jeremy, you're next. What's new? Uh, so I'm finally done traveling until Dragon Con, anyway. Um, and I found time to finally play The Last of Us 2. Mm. Um, did not hate it as much as I was afraid I was going to. Um, but it's, it's a very pretty game. It's I praise. It's impressive. All right. Well, excellent. There you go. So me and once again, me and Jeremy came back from a romantic uh, trip to Orlando. Just me and him. Uh, <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, it's good to, good, good to see you again. Jeremy, I feel like I just saw you. And uh, it's a bit, a bit oh, I did. I did leave something out. I meant to tell you this, Anthony. Um, mm-hmm. I did. I did finish Loki. You did finish Loki. Oh, eh? I did finish Loki. Yeah, I think okay, I'm so all caught up now, ex- except for I, I think I'm all caught yet. up. I'm. I, I'm. Yeah. I'm completely ashamed of myself. But as well, you should be, with, with all due respect. I know. And I watched What If, <laughs> as well. The first okay. episode of What If. You're yeah. like caught up. I'm caught mm-hmm. up, man. I'm caught up. All right, excellent. Well, yeah. we can we can sit here and talk about Loki all day. I'll be more than happy to do that. But we uh, we need to move on here. Uh, up next, we have Lindsay. What's new? I've not a whole lot. I've just been falling down old rabbit holes. Um, I've been you know every now and then I cycle back to old fascinations, and I've been a Batman fan forever. So I've gotten back into all the Batman and Robin and Red Hood and all that type of stuff uh, drama with some of the new comics that have come out that people have been freaking out over. 
Um, and so I've been rereading stuff and replaying stuff and rewatching stuff and it has consumed my life. And other than that, it's been a, a lot of me watching, catching up on shows that are just endings. Like I just like binged watch the bad batch, uh, on Disney, which is actually really good. I really enjoyed it. And equally watching things that I'm really not a fan of, like the new season of Titans is really pissing me off. Um, so the good and the bad of TV right now is what I'm dealing with. All right. Well, very good. Catching up on a lot of shows, a lot of interesting shows. Sounds good. Tony P, what's new? Hey, um, I've been traveling a bit. It is sort of a weird con season. Uh, I do a lot of like moderating and stuff. So it's been weird. It's been awkward, but I did go to um, Atlanta Comic Con. Funny enough, I was also in Orlando for work, uh, but then went to Atlanta Comic Con, which did not have a really good turnout. And then um, uh, prepping for uh, Southern Fried Gaming Expo, which is next week. And then, obviously, what we're all here to talk about. All right, excellent. I know some Dragon of us are Con. going. Yeah, <laughs> I appreciate it. I appreciate you filling us in there. Uh, but yeah, so some of us are still going to DragonCon. I know me and Jeremy are going to DragonCon still. Tony P, you're still heading out there. Astrid, you're not. You're not, not going to go to DragonCon. Lindsay, you're not going. And then Steph, Stephanie, how you doing? I'm all right. Yeah, I'm <laughs> Yeah, I'm not going to Dragon Con, and I, it 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 crushes my soul. <laughs> so, All right? Yeah. De so what? So what's? I'm new? really bringing that energy to the party. <laughs> <laughs> that excellent energy. The, the perfect one people, to end on. Yeah, that's, that's what people like on podcasts is when someone just brings it down, right? Yeah. <laughs> real real talk. I just want to die because I'm not going to Dragon Con. But yeah. So anyway, it's a whole thing. Or you can go to Dragon Con and then die. And the, yeah, I hear it'd be a, a good way to go, though, right? I hate so. to pay like you know a thousand dollars for a hotel room that I spend most of a con in because I'm freaking out about pandemic. So, yep. Anyway, it's fine. So normally, right now in my life, I would be super stressed about like finishing all of my cosplays and stuff. But now I'm like. Shh, I don't have to finish this, so it can wait till Halloween when I probably won't leave my house either. It'll be great. Yeah, or you can just do what I do and just do the same one every year. <laughs> just the, the same one over and over again. By the way, we're this not year, that lazy to Anthony. That's actually, actually, I am that lazy. <laughs> my, my friend Rachel and I, we do uh, Tucker and Dale every year. That's like our one <laughs> constant. Uh, so, you know. I got I, it, it's nice to have the one in the bag mm -hmm. so the, the one thing i did add to my costume and i think this is very important since i'm, I'm wearing spandex is that <laughs> no i did not buy a dance belt jeremy i decided to get uh swimming jammers so hopefully the swimming jammers will do what they need to do to hide the business because if i don't have those the business is for everybody to see so I got that hoping that will help out with that situation. I think the the best story though is when you wore it to give out Halloween candy and it's <laughs> no. eye level with it. To be fair, this was nighttime, so you couldn't see anything. Uh so it was a black story. That's not helping. That's not. It doesn't change the situation. 
No. Hey kids, you can't see anything. I don't. Okay. You know what? That kind of makes it worse. <laughs> Nobody can nice. go to the dinar house with their children. I've got it. Nope, no trick or treating right. there. Careful, stallion. stallion answers is, the door. <laughs> <laughs> this is unacceptable. I am not going to be the butt of a joke here. All right, I am the host. Let's let's get everybody in line here. Okay, we're not going to mock. I want a video. I want a video of the Halloween. <laughs> like Thirty second. Clip. Very good. So um, let's go ahead and get to our, our favorite moments, right? Well, we'll go ahead and get to our favorite moments. So we'll each share three favorite moments of Dragon Con. Acid, I guess, during your segment, you can kind of ask questions. I don't know if you had anything prepared for that, uh, but we'll kind of. I did not. But like, why do like why do dragons need a conference? That's kind of my yeah, first question. There we go. There yeah. we go. <laughs> I mean, he hasn't been prepared yet tonight. Yeah, why yeah, did you think? I'm now, here, man. now that was going to change. Yeah. Now Tony is on the hit list too. <laughs> <laughs> all right so uh yeah we'll, we'll go ahead and start with me so uh, top three uh, favorite moments i don't have, of course these are not in any particular order so my favorite moment at dragon con was the was the day that i met patrick stewart that was definitely one of the mm -hmm. highlights of any con that i've ever been to and uh if you know me you know that C captain jean-luc picard is my favorite character of all time i've talked about this multiple times how when i was a kid i looked up to Captain Picard, I, I figured that he was the ideal man, ideal adult man that I wanted to be. So for him to be such an important part of my childhood and being able to meet the actor was kind of a big deal. Jeremy was there, like he always is. Jeremy was there and he saw Just me like freak Orlando. out. Just like Orlando. Just like Orlando. That was a romantic trip. <laughs> Just like the romantic the trip that we went to. No, but uh, Jer Jeremy saw me freak out when I saw him, and I did freak out. And I think a lot of it had to do also with the fact that we weren't exactly, it wasn't clear where he was going to be. So we were like, we were so worried that we were going to miss it because we didn't know the information. So we were kind of looking around everywhere. And we finally got into the right line, and I saw him, and I freaked out, right? And I freaked out when I saw him. So um, that was definitely, I would say that's the one, the only time that I kind of had like a, like a, a fan out moment when I saw a celebrity, uh, but, being, but being able to meet Patrick Stewart, and of course, you always want to say something meaningful to them, and the thing I said was probably stupid. I don't even remember what I said. Jeremy, do you remember what I said to Patrick Stewart? Um, yeah, you said, I just want to let you know you're my favorite person. It wasn't It wasn't <laughs> about acting. It was, you're my favorite person. <laughs> and then they cried. He and they said, without looking up, that's always nice to hear. He did say that. I do remember him saying that. He did. It's always. Good. I think he said something like, "It's always good to hear that," or something like that. Uh, but yeah, he did not look at me, and he probably should not have looked at me. But yeah, so I got two autographs from him, and then I got a photo. You can kind of see him in the background here. There's the photo of Patrick Stewart off the side there, flexing his bicep. So meeting Patrick Stewart was definitely probably one of my favorite moments uh, at Dragon Con. We'll go ahead and we'll we'll move to Jeremy. Jeremy, what's one of your favorite moments? Um, so not necessarily like a favorite moment, but something that I always look forward to, um, because I'm not in Atlanta, in downtown Atlanta that much, is going to eat at Aviva. Um, oh. one, because the food's great, but the guy Camille is like one of the nicest humans on the planet. It's got to be. Um, so seeing him interact with, with the, the line and, you know, just doing his thing, uh, Rem, you know, like it's one of those core Dragon Con things for me. What is oh, yeah. what and where is Aviva? 
It is so in it, uh, the Peachtree uh, Center Mall there that that you get you you know you can get to through the sky bridge attached to everything. Is it is it the place that's like kind of glassed off on its own? Yeah, yeah, yes. That's why I haven't been. Okay, I was yes. like intimidated by the glass. It yeah, is. The, the food's great. The people who work there are top notch. Yeah, it is phenomenal. I, I have to force myself not to walk there when I go to school, right? So uh, I have I have made it. I actually, I, I took a Linda there one time. You know, obviously, we don't live in Atlanta. I commute. But one day, we were going to Atlanta, me and my wife, and I took her to Aviva, and I got her hooked. She talks about Aviva all the time, like just how good it is. And I tell her, I'm like, look, I have to, like, you, you know, like the, the willpower that I need to have not to eat there every time I go to Atlanta. I mean, but... um definitely it's it's delicious i didn't even think about aviva that's a great that's a great um the falafels are amazing by the way falafel everything's good all right uh let's go ahead and move on to uh we'll go to Lindsay. Lindsay, what's one of your favorite dragon con moments well you know me i have to cheat at least once every time i come on um so my favorite is not so much a moment and it's an experience for two very specific reasons mm -hmm. and that's the dragon con parade um and it's not so much for the parade itself even though the parade is fun and entertaining it's for number one if you happen to be with or standing near like children during the dragon con parade it's always like the sweetest most entertaining thing ever because there's a whole bunch of, like five and six year olds especially like when the disney section comes marching through they just freak out and lose their minds it's like they're at disney world all of a sudden and then of course you have some of the cosplayers that are like actually playing up to their character and stuff of like princesses walking over and villains walking over and scaring the kids and it's always just really really fun to watch the other specific reason is um for people not aware of dragon con dragon con happens at a very interesting time in atlanta because it's one of the very first weekends of school so all of the big schools are coming in with new students that have, have no idea what's going on which also means one of the very first big sporting event weekends in the city with a whole bunch of sports fans that don't know what's going on and the atlanta black pride is happening so there's a lot an influx of all these different communities happening at the same time descending on downtown atlanta and so just people watching during the parade while people are like that have no idea what's going on that are not attached to dragon con at all are watching this happen and the sheer confusion on their faces is perhaps one of the funniest things ever i mean hmm. if you have the opportunity to just people watch at the hard rock for like any length of time during dragon con it's the funniest shit like it's just watch these like bankers and sports fans like lose their minds because there's all these cosplayers wandering around I just that's my like favorite thing about Dragon Con in general, to be honest, is just that it happens at the perfect time for the most random assortment of people to be sharing the same space. And it makes it all so much better for a people watcher like me. Yeah, definitely. I think there was one year where it was like Dragon Con it had there was a football game, there was a there was a like a gay pride parade, then there was like President Obama came. Like it was like everything was happening. It was a NASCAR race one time. Yeah, yeah. And it was yeah. It was like it was like everything was happening in Atlanta at the same time. It was pretty crazy. Mm -hmm. But yeah, excellent. And it's always it's when I was teaching. It was always one of the things I tried to warn my students about. Of like, hey, this is what's about to happen. If you want to be entertained, go downtown. Mm -hmm. 
if you don't want to be entertained, then stay away because a lot is happening. <laughs> it's going to be interesting this year because they're they're saying they're only allowing spectators for the parade who have badges, and I have no idea how they're going to police that. No idea. I, I, I feel you guys like will have to tell me. They'll block the streets off, and much like someone used an example of like um, like music midtown or something or a concert, you know, like a block party type thing. Uh, I'm sure people can sneak in, like if they really want, but they're going to make it clear that people aren't supposed to come in. And I think that's going to be on this. Matter of fact, it is on the city, you know, because they want to regulate and all that stuff. So the city will, will work it out. So the question is, is how successful will they be if it's relying on the city? GBD. <laughs> we'll definitely find out. But uh, but yeah, Tony P, we'll go ahead and go to you. What's your one? What's your one of your favorite? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, much like Lindsay, funny enough, um, it was my I think third Dragon Con, and it was no, no, no. It was probably my first to be honest. And we were at uh, there used to be a Brazilian barbecue on the corner across from Hard Rock. It's a Wahlburgers now. Um, and me oh, and my buddies right. would always go to the Brazilian barbecue, even before we started going to the Dragon Console. When we went, we were like, all right, we got to go to this. We were sitting there eating. And just in a corner by himself was, I don't want to say a dude. I want to say just a real life goblin, <laughs> like Lord of the Rings in full goblin attire, um, eating, you know, limitless Brazilian barbecue meat. And... <laughs> never once there was no mask there was no handler it was just a goblin in the corner eating lunch nice. to this was day he? 12 awesome. years later i have no reason to believe it was a human or anything <laughs> was he eating like a goblin like was he like in the corner like like eating like a goblin or was he eating like a we don't want to look over too much like i got one picture and you can tell like my hands in the way because we didn't want to stare all right, excellent. See, these are the kind of the moments that you'll have at Dragon Con, <laughs> and these are the kind of moments that Stephanie is going to miss out on uh, when she when she doesn't go. Uh, just rub that in a little bit. All right, so Steph, what's name one? Now of your turn the knife counterclockwise. I yeah, no, I'm doing it. Um, I have a lot of favorite Dragon Con memories. I mean, I've been for years and years, and I don't know, some some I barely remember, but. Um, one of the things that happens every year that we always go and I really love it is the kilt blowing. Um, so it's a, it's a panel. It's uh, Jenny Breeden of Devil's Panties uh, comic strip. She has a leaf blower and men in kilts sign up to walk across the stage and get their kilt blown. It happens at like one in the morning. There's always a really long line for it. And it's not really that salacious or anything. Like I've I've never seen any uh you know, anybody's actual business. Because but, Anthony didn't go yet. Yeah, <laughs> but it's just like everybody. Well, for one, it's one in the morning, so everybody's a little intoxicated. But it's just and it's real like, dark. You can't see anything, right? It's just <laughs> lovely sort of community. Everybody's excited. These guys are like up there feeling saucy. They're like kind of feeling themselves and. It's like like super inclusive. You get like all kinds of different like people up there on the stage, and it just makes me happy. Um, so yeah, the the kilt blowing is like. Are you thing. there when uh, look John Berriman was one of the of the judges and just laid down? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's he's one of the best con guests too. So good time. But anyway, so yes, kilt blowing repeatedly, year after year. So 
Did uh, did he yeah. end up apologizing for that? I, I thought I saw something that he apologized for his behavior during one of those events or something like that. But maybe maybe I'm he's maybe I'm a, making he's apologized once or twice, but um he he's done a lot of really crazy things and people really don't care. So it, it like it was just really random. And I don't think he, it made like big news even because he's done way worse things than kilt blow. <laughs> at conventions yeah the, the only the only experience i have with the kilt uh, blowing is the, seeing the video of him laying down on the floor while everybody walks over him <laughs> with the kilt which is which is pretty funny yeah uh, it's it's just it's a, a good time but if you want to go to kilt blowing you need to line up at like midnight because oh. it's a line maybe not there. this year who knows there you go now you know, now you know. i so won't I know Asa, we'll go ahead and give you a, a, a chance to say whatever you want to say. <laughs> well, from the kilt blowing to the Disney parades to <laughs> the goblins eating barbecue, I'm kind of like, I get what Comic-Con is. Like, I know what Comic-Con is, but what's the difference between Comic-Con and Dragon? Because it feels like Dragon Con is kind of like all everything so far to me, like comics, movies, Disney, penises, everything. Just throw it, it all in there and the see what happens. The thing about Dragon Con, like Comic Con and like other cons are very commercial. Like they're very, like studios and actors are there to promote the things that they're doing. Whereas Dragon Con is more, it's like genuinely a fan convention where, you know, the draw is really like the crowd, like the, the people who go. But and, you just be a fan of, anything i mean there it is a like there's nothing you're a fan of new things after once you leave yeah yeah Yeah, there's so many tracks for different things of like you can be a video game person and be completely fine and have the entire weekend booked you can be a comic person you can be like even like very specific very like niche like book series you'll find like a ton of events just for them so it's it's just massive and it really is everything and i mean kind of going to stephanie of like it is really kind of a fan convention because like how many conventions really have like the parade where you just have like the cosplayers walking down the middle of the street and that's a draw that's an event in and of itself yeah, it feels less like a blatant cash grab that sometimes at conventions can but i mean there's still like booths and that kind of stuff there right like you can just go like you had your yes. pictures made with celebrities and that kind of stuff. oh so. i thought i didn't know if you said booze or boobs no booth so i just said <laughs> both <laughs> Booths. Yes. Acid uh, only wants to go if there's going to be plenty of boobs. Yeah, like he was... just wants to make sure that that's on the table. <laughs> Tell you what, I'm going to answer. My number two is going to answer Adam's question. Uh, my okay. first time go for it. going to the um, Walk of Fame. And so most conventions do have booths. I was just at Atlanta Comic Con where you have to get in line to walk up through someone's booth and then you can buy something, talk to them, whatever. Uh, at a Dragon Con, they literally have 95% of their guests in one giant room, like mm-hmm. giant, giant, like yeah. uh, banquet hall type room. And like so you famous just, people zoo. Yeah. And you just <laughs> walk around okay. and yeah. just see everybody. And some of them I'll go talk to some of them. I'll get an autograph, but most of it, it's just like, Oh, there's, there's uh sting Ricky, the dragon steamboat. And then, um, 
the woman who played Marty's mom. Um, uh, oh my goodness, what is her? From? Howard the Duck, one of my favorites. I can't remember her name. I'll get Leah back. Leah Thompson. Thank you. Mm. So you have Sting, Leah Thompson. I'll be here with your '80s references. <laughs> well, it was so that was actually a true story. She was one of the people I freaked out over. I was like, oh my god, Leah Thompson. But they're literally like all right next to each other, and it's just they're all 99 percent of them are like happy to be there having a good time and just socializing with with all the fans and the fans are also cool and like respectful about it so it's just yeah man it's way better than the regular boosts that you may be thinking and if i can tag on because i wasn't going to talk about the 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 hall of fame or anything like that um but if you go at the right times, there's so few people actually there as far as like people that are trying to get things signed and trying to have pictures taken that you actually do to have get to have like longer extended conversations. Cause like I went like at the very end of the day one time, I was like the last like 10 minutes of it, I got in before they closed the doors. And I sat and had like a 30, 45 minute conversation, like half the cast of Legend of Tomorrow because they were still there. And there were a whole bunch of people just like milling around waiting for signatures and stuff. And since they were all like right there together and everything, I just had a long conversation with them. And so it, it's really, I feel like in a lot of ways, that type of stuff, it, it is a lot easier for you to have these like celebrity moments at Dragon Con than it is to have at other conventions. Yeah, just kind of tag on one more. The, the the Hall of Fame is definitely that. That's always been my favorite part of Dragon Con. This year's uh, this year's a little different, obviously, because I expect not to get autographs and I expect not to get pictures just because everything is going on. I'm totally fine with that. Although that's one of my primary reasons for going to Dragon Con is to meet celebrities, get autographs, collect picture, like collect autographs and, and that sort of thing. Uh, but yeah, so definitely just walking around and then every once in a while, just seeing a celebrity that's by himself, like with no line, it's like Lou Ferrigno. I'm so sorry, <laughs> but uh, I just call out Lou Ferrigno. Uh, but yeah, because so, he's usually by he himself. Here, he fun. Yeah, he is usually by himself. All right. So yeah, we'll go ahead and get to our, uh, our, our second favorite moment of Dragon Con. And this one is uh, pretty cool because... I got to meet and have a short conversation with Roy Thomas. If you're not familiar with Roy Thomas, he was, he sort of took over the editing position from Stan Lee. Like he was the next editor of Marvel comics. So he was part of, he was a big part of the bullpen, right? And he was um, sort of like the right-hand man of Stan Lee in a lot of ways, but he was, um, he was definitely a co-creator of a lot of the famous Marvel characters that you know today. And the reason why I wanted to have a conversation with him is because I wrote a paper on Luke Cage, right? So I was kind of like academically invested in Luke Cage and I saw that Roy Thomas was there. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to go, I'm going to find a relatively expensive comic. So I bought the original Luke Cage, the first Luke Cage comic. Um, and then I walked up to him and I, I got, I got an autograph with him and I asked him a question. I think the question that I ended up asking him was, uh, I asked him about, you know, the, the fact that Luke Cage's power is that he's bulletproof. And I said, this was during the 70s. I asked him, you know, this is during the 70s when, you know, you have police brutality. Was this a deliberate, like, mess? Like, what did that play into the part of having a black superhero being bulletproof, right? Because it was that was very, like, part of the language in the comic, that he was bulletproof, right? So, and I said, was this sort of like, sort of like social commentary, because right, that, that was something I was very interested in. And surprisingly, he said no, and he was adamant about it. And, I, and I, to this day, I'm like, 
why didn't you just say that it was? You would sound so much cooler. But no, so what he did ended up saying was, he said, oh, no, no. He was like, he was very like, oh, no, no, no. We would never have d- done that because we didn't want to have anything negative towards the police. And I was like, oh, uh, you could have answered that in a way cooler way, but you didn't, uh, you, you didn't really take it and run with it. Uh, but yeah, so definitely uh, it was cool to, to meet Roy Thomas. He was, he seemed like, a, a, like an awesome dude. The guy who was like his manager was like his hype man. Like he was like, you know who this guy is? Like <laughs> just kind of going, going crazy. Like relax, dude. We know who Roy Thomas is, uh, but I got his autograph and uh, it was pretty cool to, to have a conversation with him. All right, there you go. That's my my second favorite memory. Uh, whose turn is it? Uh, we was it? Are we going to Jeremy here? Jeremy, what's your favorite second favorite moment? Um, so one that sticks in my head is probably the time we were trying to find our way into Gibney's pub, and walked yes. in on Edward James almost and hanging out um, above. Like we weren't supposed to go there, we just accidentally found our way there. Um, and Edward James almost is one of those guys, like you know. I'm super big fan of, um, I don't really get starstruck, but he would be one that would kind of, you know, take me back. Um, and he did when we just ran into him. I remember that moment because we were kind of just trying to get in the pub because obviously this is DragCon. I'm pretty sure it was a Saturday. If it, you've was been to Dragon, it was a Thursday night. It was a Thursday. Well, it's always packed, right? Every yeah. restaurant's going to be packed. I mean, there's a, there's a huge line. Getting food is always sort of a chore, right? Because it's so crowded. Uh, but yeah, we just bars. <laughs> yeah, but but that's such a big part of going to a con is eating, just eating food all the time. But anyway, so um, we 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 just happened to go through the back way through the the Peachtree Center. We went down, and he was just standing there, and I remember Jerry looking at me and goes. That's ever just almost. And then he, you you looked at him, and then he looked at you, and there was fear in his <laughs> eyes, just absolute fear of a, a like just like you if you could read his eyes, it would be like it would be like, oh shit, they know who I am. What's gonna happen to me? Like that. It was like that kind of look. <laughs> it was not. <laughs> he gave us all right. Excellent. Very good. All right. So let's go ahead and go to Lindsay. What's your second favorite moment? Uh, kind of keeping with y'all are talking about a lot of like star encounters and I've had them, but they've never popped out to me quite as much as just encounters with other con goers. Um, and I think my second favorite moment is for a couple of years in one of the hotels, lower levels, there was a Java cosplayer that would sit down with a chessboard. And there's been a time or two that I have stopped and actually played chess with this Java cosplayer. And it's just been one of those random can only happen at a convention moments. And like, like I would never stop and play chess with people. Normally I hate chess, but that's just one of the things like, how often do you get to say you have played chess against a Jawa? Um, and then had like at one point there we had, there was like an entire group of other Star Wars cosplayers that were observing and commenting on the chess game that was happening. And so it was just like, I was being lectured on how to move my knight by like freaking Obi-Wan Kenobi while I was playing against Jawa. And it's just, it, it, it's one of those like magical moments just stick in your head of like almost fever dream, like-esque storytelling, but I loved it. And so 
like props to the Jawa chess player that just shows up to this convention. I don't know like why you choose to do that with your time every year, but I love it. So I think uh, now he does it for charity. I think you can donate money and stuff. And he's, um, I don't think he's like a grand wizard champion or anything, but he is like ranked. He's like a somewhat professional ranked chess player that, you know. Yeah, because I like only made it for like two minutes and that was him being kind and I could very clearly feel that it was him being kind. But, (laughs) you know, it was it was fun while it lasted. (laughs) Excellent. So he just is that his thing? He goes there and he just challenges people to chess. Oh, chess with the Jawa. Like, he, he doesn't even, like, go and challenge you. Like, as soon as like, one person is done, they get up, and he just kind of looks around, and somebody else will sit down. <laughs> so He's just posted up. Usually, I think... Um, it's like the main floor of the Marriott? Marriott, yeah. 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 Main floor or a floor down, usually, because it depends on how, how big the crowd is, usually, as to where he can find his little corner to set up. Yeah, I, well, by main floor, I guess I mean the check-in floor, not, you know, not the... The floor above it lobby and the you know pulse law where everybody hangs mm-hmm. out all right well very good there you go so uh steph what's your uh second um my so i y'all are very much on the like celebrity train i have a never meet your heroes like i i i eschew all of that i, I don't want to they, they will just disappoint you and i don't want to be disappointed let me have my fantasy i i agree with that 100%. um but one of the thing, and it seems like all of my favorite moments are the things that happen every year. But um, there's a, a voice actor named DC Douglas. Uh, <laughs> you might know him from such fantastic hits as Sharknado. Um, <laughs> and he's the voice of Albert Wesker in the Resident Evil video mm. games. And he does like, um, it's called the DC Douglas uh, adult zombie related erotic fan fiction show. Um, so this is like the thing that that my friends and I we always try to go to and it's you know at like one in the morning or whatever but he has taken Resident Evil fanfic from the interwebs and turned them into scripts and he gets an audience member to come read with him uh, in his Albert Wesker voice and that's pretty cool it's so funny and I'm somebody who like has studied fan fiction like as an academic and it's just this weird mesh of all these different uh it's like crossing the streams of a lot of things but it's the funniest and it is filthy uh 18 and over only but it is a very good time so that is it's my second favorite dragon con sort of thing all the time when the voice actors get the freedom to do whatever they want at this convention it's always the best time (laughs) yeah and he's always drinking and he gets his other voice actor friends to come in and hilarity ensues i uh i interviewed dc douglas once at a panel and he's um he's like john barrowman jr (laughs) (laughs) yeah he's he's delightful um so he he has transcended the don't meet people that you like rule but whatever you know they're they're few mostly don't meet your heroes i'm starting to notice a theme with you stephanie in terms of like you have a a midnight 10 p.m 1 (laughs) a.m i'm starting to know this is when i'm at bed like i'm already 
You go we to really... bed during Dragon Con? Nobody goes to yeah, sleep during yes. Dragon Con. Yeah. I am 38 years old, ma'am. <laughs> if, you're, if you're in like one of the like, <laughs> hotel rooms on a lower floor, you're not sleeping anyway because you hear ooms, through the walls. That's why I stay at the Westin. So you may as well. <laughs> See, we used to stay at the Westin. We lost our room. So we've been at the Hilton for the last couple of years on like the fifth floor. Um, so you know you're gonna be awake anyhow so you may as well go see something super weird that nobody will believe you when you tell them about it later yeah well we believe you we believe we definitely believe you all right so uh acid i'm gonna give you a chance to ask any questions or say anything <laughs> like well since Sorry. everybody's talking about celebrity moments i will give you my most embarrassing celebrity moment Okay, go for it. Uh, I bet people, you know, I've had some proud moments too. I bet people like Charles Barkley, John Lewis, um, and a few others. But my, I think my most embarrassing uh, celebrity moment, it was 2004. Auburn was playing Virginia Tech in the Sugar Bowl. Me and my wife has just gotten married, and she was in the band. Well, I got to go on the trip. Uh, in order for me to go on the trip, I had to just go with the band, so they... They issued me a uniform and everything just so I could sit in the stands and just <laughs> blend in, you know. So it was fun. So while they're off practicing in the stands, I got to, I mean, nobody was in the stadium. I got to walk on the field just just to walk around. I was like, oh, that's really cool. So I'm, I walked through the tunnel and there's, boom, you know, this huge sugar, you know, it's the sugar bowl. And I turn around and I'm walking backwards and I'm just taking it all in, right? And all of a sudden... I hit somebody like I don't you know whatever boom I hit somebody while, while I'm walking backwards didn't realize it I turn around and lo and behold Tommy Tuberville head coach at the time of the Auburn Tigers was ass on the ground um looking up at me with his WTF look <laughs> and I, all I could do was stop and just freeze and offer my hand to help him up and just apologize profusely and he laughed it off and we talked for a few minutes and yeah so that was pretty embarrassing and you so acid you would have saved us all some heartache if you just just stomped on him <laughs> just in <laughs> politics if you just would have kept stomping on him that way we wouldn't have this problem that we're having i uh right. I, I don't i don't think you can actually talk about that Right. This is humor. I'm saying it for humor. Anyways. <laughs> All right. So, uh, but I will say it was when I, I was in New York when I met John Lewis um, at it was actually a, a conference for work. It was him and oh, who it was, it was like the Quality of Life Awards. He was accepting the Quality of Life Award with oh, actually, I kind of want I think it was Charles Barkley. Um, they were both there. Uh, I also met Charles Barkley at the Sugar Bowl, he was there too. Um, but yeah, did you also was, knock over Charles? Barkley? I did not know. No, no, you, nobody's <laughs> knocking over Charles Barkley. Okay, funny enough, um, John Lewis has been a Dragon Con. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. That's cool. But yeah, I mean, we got to, I got to talk to John and, and, and Charles, and it was just, you know, shake their hands, get pictures, all that kind of stuff, and that was really cool. So, but yeah, so there's my celebrity moments. Wahoo, they were not at any con. Actually, one, one was at a conference, just not a Dragon conference. It was at a well, Auburn, Excellent. Auburn Excellent. conference. <laughs> you like cooler if it was. Yeah. I so wish yeah. I had the celebrity moments where I recognized people because all like ninety percent of my celebrity moments are like me running into people and doing the double take and still processing while they're walking away. And it's like, oh, that really was. <laughs> 
so many, so many of those moments. All right, excellent. All right, so let's go ahead and get to our number one favorite moment. And this is about Dragon Con, but it really is one of my favorite moments that I've ever had at a convention. And the reason why this is one of my favorite moments is because it's the one time I have seen Jeremy angry ever. And the long t- wow. and the, the history. I didn't realize the, Jeremy got angry. Our friendship. Dun, dun, this is the only. Dun, dun. This is the one time that I've seen him angry. Yeah, and that's what I'm thinking. If you were angrier than I was, I was angry for a second. All right. So here, okay. This is the story. I'm going to share the story. This is the one time ever Jeremy has ever been angry at, at with, with me. Right. So we were relaxing in the gaming that area. You know right. Yeah. Well, probably, yeah. Maybe. Right. Maybe, maybe he hides it like acid does, just underneath, and just lets it boil. Just lets it's it under, boil. It's, it's under the beard. You can't. That's tell. true. Yeah. All right. So we went to the game. If you're familiar with Dragon Con, you know that. And I don't remember what hotel it is, but if you go in the basement, there's the gaming section, right, where everyone's playing the board games and stuff, and you can rent board games. So uh, we we rented a board game. I don't think you have to pay. I think you just give your ID and you just and you take the the game. So it, it was a brand new game, obviously. So this is the perfect time to try new games, right? Because you can get it for free and you try it out. So we got a game. We're like, yeah, hey, that looks pretty cool. So we get the game. We're kind of reading the the instructions, and because I'm lazy, I let Jeremy read the rules, right? And I just trust that he knows the rules, right? Because once again, I'm lazy, right? So. We're setting up. He's explaining the rules. We're kind of learning it as we go along. I don't know why I got so angry. Were we tired? Maybe you maybe were tired. I was, yeah. I, I think I was just. I think it was one of those. If you've been a drag con before, you know you get tired. Like you, you're you're all constantly on your feet, right? You're hungry, whatever. So I'm I'm pretty sure I was tired. So um, we were sitting down. We're playing our game. We're kind of getting through the game, and I do a move, and Jer- and Jerry goes. Oh no no you can't do that move because of this rule, and I was like already kind of a little ticked off by it because he was winning right the game, and then I, so I took my piece back and I did another move, and then he basically did a move that completely wiped every one of my pieces. Like I mean it was like it was like one of those things from like a movie where like when checkers when he goes dun, 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 and just takes all the checkers, when when he did that I, I don't remember what exactly I said. But I, I, I'm pretty sure I did. I flipped the table, or I did something, and I, 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 and I, like, I was like furious. And this is this was Jeremy's reaction. <laughs> Just like he did not say anything, but it was the scariest look I've ever gotten in my life. Like it was just like. I have never seen Jeremy so. It looks like Anthony's about to get his ass beat. Oh yeah, <laughs> I'm, telling you. I'm telling you. And of course, if you know me, you know that I have, I do have a temper, but I'll have a temper for two seconds, and I'm immediately over it. And I expect everybody else to be over it too. <laughs> That's just my personality. Like, hey, remember when I was pissed off? I'm not that way anymore. But of course, Jeremy was just sitting there. It felt like an eternity. Where he was just sitting there, and I'm just like, oh, what do I do? How do we get past this? I don't know what to do. I don't remember what happened, but but eventually we moved on. <laughs> uh, but uh, that was definitely one of my favorite moments because it was the one moment That's that funny. I've ever seen Jeremy get mad. We've never played that game since. <laughs> do you what even remember the what the game was? It I don't was, remember uh, the game. Like Checkers. Checkers. It, was a, it was a Chinese dynasty game. I remember that. Like a total war type scenario. Um, 
or you create your like your yeah you create your own like areas like you conquer spaces or something like that i don't remember oh, okay that's why i tried to do a move and he did something and he yeah. took on my piece <laughs> gotcha. i don't remember i don't remember what i said but i was like i think i said something like are you just gonna make up fucking rules or something like that and i, I mean i'm telling yeah, you like i lost it. it i lost it <laughs> but anyways now i'm disappointed uh, that you never flipped a table in a graduate seminar that i was in mm. like Oh yeah, Foucault. Fuck it, you know. <laughs> I, I'm much more. I'm so much more mellow than I used to be. I'm telling you. Uh, but, I think uh, we'll uh, Gen Con literally has a table flipping contest. <laughs> oh really? Nice. <laughs> I might need to go to. <laughs> Excellent. All right, so let's go ahead and move on to. Uh, I don't know who turn whose turn it is, but we'll go ahead and go to Stephanie. Stephanie, what's your favorite? Gen uh, Con. Uh, uh, I mean. That's a hard. That's a, a hard thing to narrow down, but the not last year because we live in Hellscape. But the year prior, uh, so twenty nineteen, con. It was right before um, the season three of Cobra Kai came out, or season two. I don't remember, but it was a Cobra Kai panel. Which I love the show. I mean, you know, Karate Kid back in the day. I'm old, so I love Cobra Kai. But sometimes, like, you're just at a panel where, like, magical things happen. And they're so unexpected. And, and it's just this beautiful moment of, I'm so glad that I was here to witness this. And it was uh, the guy that plays John Kreese and the guy that plays uh, um, William Zabka. Um, and... Ralph Macchio and Ralph Macchio left early, but William Zabka was he so left early in the panel. He, he, yeah, he had like an, I think he had to go to the walk of fame or something. And <laughs> so he like sat through half of it. Um, but right, they were sweep doing, the leg, I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nobody cared about him. We were all there for William Zabka. Oh, okay. um, but he was so charming and he was like, they were like just starting to film and it films in Atlanta too. So he was like, you know, not exhausted from traveling or anything. And he was so great. He answered so many people's questions and he was just, it was just delightful because you had the interaction between these two people who've known each other for like 40 years. And then you just have this guy who's like excited to be in Atlanta. He's excited to be working again. And he was like getting a little aggressive for some of the answers. He's like, I'm sorry, I'm just getting back into character, you know? So it was, it was just one of those moments where you're like, this is why cons are wonderful because you get to see people who make the work that you love be really excited and passionate about the work. So, um, and I've been to a lot of great panels and seen a lot of great people, but that one was chef's all right well excellent uh we'll go ahead and move on to uh we'll go to jeremy jeremy what's your favorite uh con moment is it when i got angry at you <laughs> <laughs> when i um, owned up anthony in the board game <laughs> not like uh i mean i think really it's just sort of the collective experience so you know the conversations you have with other people and the you know that you just met um in line or sitting next to you at a bar or, you know, just hanging out beside you and wherever, um, you know, and just finding out what they're into. And, and, you know, generally it's something completely different than what I'm into. Um, so yeah, so it's just interesting to, to talk to other people and see, uh, you know, kind of find out new, new things. All right. Well, excellent. 
that kind of reminds me of one. So there was a there was a Wolverine cosplayer that we were kind of walking in the same direction, and I guess his claws were real because he cut wow. himself. Like he was messing with his claws and he he cut himself and he started to bleed. And I saw him and he looked at me and he was like, I cannot believe I, I cut myself. And I said, uh, well, stay away from me. <laughs> and then he looked it down and he looked at me and he goes, don't worry, if you come with me, I'll protect you. And I went like, whoa, are you now flirting with me? You just cut yourself with your claws, stay away. Don't you start flirting with me now after you cut yourself. But it was like, it was kind of a weird turn there. Where he was, uh, he was trying to hit on me after just cutting himself. Dragon Con. That's Dragon Con. That's Dragon Con. I don't know why they were sharp. All right. So was it uh, the uh, was it the guy who cosplayed as Wolverine every single day at every? No, no, no. That, that's a that's the yeah that that dude is like so funny. He gets angry when you ask him for his picture too. Yeah, well, like, that's his thing. Like that's his that's yeah. his I think his job. Yeah. How do you, how do you piece tie your adamantium claws? Like you know, I guess that's hard. Yeah, I don't know, but no, that that was it was a different guy. It was a diff- definitely a different guy uh, for that one. But yeah, all right, uh, Lindsay, what's your favorite uh, Dragon Con moment? So kind of counter to what a lot of people do at Dragon Con, I tried to take like stay in hotels that are well away from Dragon Con, um, so that when I do go back to the hotel, I can decompress and not be near noise and the wonderful convention funk that just builds up through the weekend. <laughs> um, so oh, I try man. to stay away, thus, when I'm trying to go back and forth to the convention, because it's Georgia and screw walking in cosplay that far, I'm on the MARTA. <laughs> and so for the people out of where Atlanta has a MARTA system, that's an actual like, train system and everything. And so you'll just see during Dragon Con, random cosplayers on like essentially a subway system. And there was one time I got on and there was a Bob Ross cosplayer who was actually like set up in the Marta like cart painting people. And I just sat there for like four or five circuits just watching him paint people because he just like whoever came on, he'd be like, are you here for a minute? Let me paint you. And he'd do, do like a caricature or something like that. And wow. all while like acting like Bob Ross and talking like Bob Ross. And it was involving people that had nothing to do with Dragon Con, just like your average everyday Atlanta commuter. And it was one of those like really funny, weird, kind of like playing chess with a Jawa of, I just got to sit with Bob Ross as he made caricatures of people in the Marta system for about 30, 40 minutes-ish before I finally said, I need to actually go to the convention that I'm trying to like, like I'm paying for and trying to see. And I think I actually saw him at the end of the day on the same thing. So he was there for at least a good portion of the day, either on and off or throughout the entire day. And it was just, it was so great. And there were so many like, like moments of like little kids or like family saying, can you do like the three of us together really fast? And he would do that and everything. And so it was just, it was great. And I just, let me just say, I love Bob Ross cosplayers in general. Like I've not met a Bob Ross cosplayer that I have disliked or had a bad experience with, which is saying something. All right, well, very, very good. It's weird because every time I ask people on the Marta if I can draw them, they always give me weird looks. That's because you have the nickname the Stallion, Mike, dude. <laughs> That's right, wearing a Venom costume and no dance belt. That's true. 
That's true. Hopefully the hopefully these swimming jammers will do the will do the the, the deal because the dancing belt. I feel uncomfortable wearing that <laughs> because if if you're not familiar with the dance belt, it's a it's a jock strap, but there's a thong. It's it's a, literally a thong. So you got the front that covers the the business, and then you got a thong in the back. So and everyone is like that. I don't know why. I, I so I was like, I don't want to wear this. I should have gone the other way. Which uh. Which Batman movie was it? Batman and Robin, where it was the, uh, the pronounced <laughs> right just uh, like cover. A yeah. Odd piece. Uh, Stephanie, did front. You, <laughs> Stephanie, did you say you, you knew why it's a thong? Is that why? Yeah, no, it, it's because in the I mean, male dancers in ballet wear them, to, and you have to have like a you want a seamless look on the rear of the costume, so you gotta not have any fabric there. All I'm saying is, if you need a visual aid, David Bowie and Labyrinth. Uh, okay, well, there you, you go. You don't want to break the line of the very fine backside. That's true. That's true. Something to consider. Definitely something to consider. If you and need an also, aid on like any aspect of life, you can just look toward David Bowie and Labyrinth. It's true. That's very true. But, and by the way, when I was looking for dance belts, I definitely found one that for uh, people who want to not... They they want to dress men want to dress up as women women and want to have a visible female camel toe. I found one of those. Uh, so uh, let's say I didn't buy that one, uh, but there you go. There's that's that's something on the market if you are interested. Uh, so Tony, what is your favorite Drancon moment? I don't I don't know how I follow that. Oh, there you go. Um, okay. It, <laughs> yeah, um, tuck dance belts and you know, but um. Yeah, clearly a distant second to that. It was my first year going with a big group of friends, and we had our car packed full of, obviously, luggage and costumes and food and plastic bags from Walmart with groceries and this, that, this, that. So the dude's unloading uh, the truck, putting it on the luggage carrier, uh, and the last thing he gets to is this big, like, beach-looking cooler, and he lifts it up really like he puts a lot of oomph into it because, well, it's a cooler and it's probably heavy and packed full of stuff. Uh, but it was my friend's cooler that he brought that did not have ice or food in it. So the guy yanked it up way too fast and it opened up and spilled the contents of the cooler, which apparently were, and I kid you not, 40 to 50 Chewbacca action figures um, <laughs> that poured out onto the ground of the hotel and the guy's just looking at us and we're looking at him. I was like, I didn't know. That's not mine. I didn't know it was in there. And there's just Chewbacca's everywhere. <laughs> and we asked my friend, we're like, yo, what the hell? What are you doing? And he was like, well, you know, Chewbacca's going to be here this year. I was like, are you going to get him to autograph 40 of them? <laughs> make up my mind and I might sell some other ones. And no, you're not. And uh, he got like two of them signed and that was it. And then were they all the same movie. action figure, or were they just oh, were no, they various a, different Chewbacca ones? Great question. It was a hodgepodge, a plethora <laughs> of Chewbacca figurines uh, from all sorts of movies and time frames. Oh. And that's the stuff you can't make up, right? <laughs> Never. Wouldn't, I couldn't, wouldn't, wouldn't make it up if I wanted to. That's and, pretty good. That's all I like that. This is Dragon Con, blowing up hilts and... Uh, you know, being hit on by Wolverine with shark claws. Like, these are the moments playing chess with Star Wars characters. These are the moments getting angry and flipping over board games. 
Uh, these are the moments that Dragon Cut that you'll never forget. Are you uh, going to? Uh, I was gonna. Are you gonna go to the last party in Alderaan with us this year? Where's it? What is this one? Where is it at? When? Who? Uh, it is. It's in the Hilton, I think. Um, but Hilton's yeah, but, like the center for all the Star Wars. But stuff, it's like Saturday night. I think you and Mike had dipped out last year. Because he was tired and he wanted to go to sleep. Hey, you know Because he's an old man. He didn't even know there was a last party on Alderaan. Let's calm down on blocking the host. Once again, if I have to keep reminding you, uh, I'm not going to do anything about it. Uh, So, Acid, uh, I wanted to give you a chance to ask any questions or say anything before (laughs) we head out of here. You know, I will say this. You know, it sounds like it'd be a good time. It sounds like something I'd be interested in. Um, I will say that. I, I do have a con on my bucket list, but it's, it, I mean, it's not Dragon Con, but it is BlizzCon. And I've That's always wanted mom. to go, I've always wanted to go to a BlizzCon ever since I can remember. I mean, I mean, scandals aside and all that stuff that's going on with Blizzard right now. I mean, pre that, I, that's just something that I really wanted to, to be a part of uh, just because I've been a fan of Blizzard for so long. Um, I've actually, been playing the the new Diablo 2 Resurrected uh, beta that came out today. Um, so I'll be playing that tomorrow. Uh, and it's, it's just, I don't know, it's, it's sad that, you know, things like that happen in the world. Um, and they're not taken care of quickly and efficiently. Um, and, it, and it puts, and it puts, you know, fans like me in a position to, you know, I don't want to hate, you know, I don't hate the company. It's not the company that I hate. It's those certain individuals that can't, you know, respect their fellow coworkers. That really just kind of screws everything up. Because, I mean, Blizzard as a whole didn't do it, you know. It's the people behind it. And, you know, and that gives, and that gives the logo a bad name. You know what I mean? Like, and it's, I don't know, it's just sad. So I'll be Debbie Downer. And say, <laughs> the, the few ruin it for the right. many. Just I'm gonna like, ruin it for the all. But I mean, I you know, I, st- I would still like to go to a to a BlizzCon just to, for the experience, because um, that's something I know a lot about. Um, so and maybe you know, I wouldn't mind going to you know Comic Con or Dragon Con or something like that. You would you have know? fun. I prom. I guarantee. If, uh, if, guarantee if, you'd have fun. You know, I mean, Anthony, Jeremy, they don't even invite me to go to the movies, so I don't know if I'll I, ever I did I'll ever get invited we, to go to a con. <laughs> There We've we already corrected this line. There's more drama going on. Uh, but uh, you uh, I will say that I feel like Dragon Con is one of, like the convention that's really good for new people in some ways because there's so much happening and there's yeah. so many different ways that you can like, get into things. And like even if you go and like I'm gonna go for like Star Wars and then you realize you don't like the Star Wars stuff that's happening, there's mm-hmm. gonna be something else for you to do that you're gonna enjoy that you're in like equally interested in, sure. if not more so. So like yeah, because I, I don't mean, think like cosplay would be my thing unless I was going as like drunk Thor. You know, I but could, doesn't I have to be like so but, many yeah. people dress up, but so many people don't dress up, and yeah. it's just everybody does the thing that they're into. Yeah, and everybody has fun and everyone's cool. To me, it's a a, a high holiday. I told someone I had some beef with some friends, and I was like, no, 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 not not during Dragon Con. <laughs> so we put all that aside. Yeah, we don't come do to, a lot of holy ground. Come, come together <laughs> exactly yeah uh, we, we, can, we like, can argue on tuesday yeah it's one of those 
I look forward to it every year because it restores my sort of like faith and goodwill toward my fellow man. Uh, sure. Just and towards you're... nerd culture. Yeah, because you're there <laughs> with people who are so passionate about so many different things. And it's just, it's restorative. I will say so that I'm not going to one... go. I'm going to deprive myself of the joy. <laughs> you, you're honestly, Steph, it... you're probably doing the right. No. I know you're doing the right thing. Uh, you're definitely yeah. doing the right thing. We are doing the wrong thing and we're going to enjoy every moment. Oh, I'm going to be seething with jealousy while you guys are enjoying yourselves at Dragon Con. You'll win two weeks later. Don't worry about it. I'm sure they'll post <laughs> all the photos on the website. So. Excellent. Yeah. I will say this about, about Dragon Con. So I've been to several different cons. Once again, I want, I want to brag about all the cons I've been to. So San Diego Comic-Con, <laughs> uh, Dallas Fan Expo, Megacon, uh, Wizard World. I've been to several different kinds of cons. Dragon Con is a whole another animal, um, for better or worse, right? Um, and uh, I think Dragon Con, the best way to explain what Dragon Con is, especially comparing to every other con, DragonCon is most certainly more of a party con. Like it's mm. it, that's what it is. It's it's a yeah. chance for people to just party all night, right? And, and different fandoms, different. There's different things to do. There's panels, like Stephanie said. Apparently, there are panels going on late at night. It doesn't it doesn't end. It doesn't close. Like versus other pan, other cons, other conventions. There's a time there's a time of the day where it's closed. You can't be there anymore, and you come back the next day. DragCon is not that. Yeah, so, from Wednesday night yeah, like till Tuesday morning. Yeah, official or unofficial, there's something going on, like multiple days going on. Every so day. how long? How long is this? How long does it last? Four so days. Officially Thursday through Monday. Okay. Yeah, but really, it's Wednesday through Tuesday, kind of. Gotcha. Okay. And then, of course, there's like local businesses doing their own thing too, trying to, you know, capitalize and everything, which is, you know, it adds just more and more things that you can do. That's why, like, the whole city is in on it. Yeah. Piece of advice is like, even though it's a holiday weekend, so you already have a day off, you always need to take like an extra day off afterward because you are going to be so tired or so hungover or whatever. Yeah. That you need that extra day tacked on to your holiday weekend to like recover because it is like even if you're not a party person, you are just going nonstop for like 72 hours essentially. Yeah. I when I would be teaching, I'd be like walking back into the classroom on Tuesday morning. It's just like dark glasses, like big bottle of big bottle of coffee, and be like, we're gonna watch a TED talk today, y'all. Not even gonna lie, I assigned videos and canceled class. <laughs> they were like, "Oh, Miss Grace just got back from Grant Dragon." <laughs> yeah, the the one of the like truly primo moments is running into one of your students uh, when they're in like a scantily clad cosplay, and you are as well. Like I'm like I'm slutty Draco Malfoy, and you're dressed as a uh, uh, Mystique. So. Hey, see you in class this week. Even better is seeing one of them performing at the burlesque show <laughs> and seeing them like two days later in class. <laughs> what happens at con stays at con, right? Excellent. Well, there you go. That's that's the Ashley, that's the Dragon Con experience. We uh, hopefully we explained it to you Sounds in a way and we shared all our our favorite moments. Well, you didn't and, scare me away from it, so that's good. Huh? Yeah. Well, very good. Excellent. 
All right. And of course, as we talk to the audience, what's your favorite Drancon moment? Don't forget to comment on the below and like and subscribe. But of course, you can listen to us on YouTube. You can also check us out on Spotify if you rather listen to us in podcast form. That was our episode. That's our show for today. We talked about our favorite Dragon Con moments. We're a couple of weeks away. We're super excited about it. Some of us are going, some of us are not going, but that's totally fine. We all have uh, very important reasons uh, for not going or for going. I don't know. Uh, but, that, but that's the show uh, for for Stephanie, for Lindsay, for Tony P, for Acid Train, and for Jeremy. I'm Anthony Dinar. Uh, have a good one, everybody.